0: Hello and welcome to The Assistant Toolkit, the podcast for virtual, personal and executive assistants around the world. I'm your host, Amy Gould, ex-London EA and ex-teacher, and since 2016, I've been a virtual assistant and coach. This is episode two, why ongoing learning is vital for assistants. Hello and a very big welcome to today's episode of the Assistant Toolkit Podcast. Well, I'll be diving into why I think ongoing learning is so vital to assistance, in particular virtual assistance. Now, last week's episode was all about attending in-person networking events and why I think they're so valuable to assistants, again, in particular for virtual assistants. I actually attended a local business show last week and even though I had those icky butterflies before I walked in, I took a few deep breaths and felt confident walking around and having a chat with people. I spoke to lots of different business owners about their products and services and I talked about my own and I handed out plenty of business cards. I didn't run out this time either, which is good. Um, So I think it was a really worthwhile afternoon. I think it's really important to push yourself out of your comfort zone. As I said on last week's episode, I'm, quite introverted and I do get super nervous before I go to any kind of networking event or in fact any event where I don't know everyone Um, but I still carry on doing it because I feel like we're never going to grow unless we start to push ourselves out of our comfort zone. Um, So I think it's really valuable that you do go and last week I, I, I walked the talk as well so pleased to be able to report back about that. So I'd love to hear about your own experiences of networking and you could leave a comment under last week's episode on my website that would be super helpful or you can shoot me an email too at hello at so back to today's episode then today i'm going to be talking about ongoing learning and why i think it's absolutely vital for assistants to spend time developing their own learning journeys in particular vas of course um so By ongoing learning, I mean learning any type of subject or skill that will be beneficial to your business or career. So if you're a virtual assistant, it will be beneficial to your business. And if you're an employed PA or EA, this type of ongoing learning will be beneficial to your career. But of course, actually, any type of ongoing learning can also help you personally as well. I think there's there's a feeling of accomplishment when you learn something new and you spend time developing an, an area So I think it kind of helps you all round too. Now some of you might know that I'm an ex-teacher so I suppose I could be a bit biased about how much learning I do and why I think it's so valuable but I do honestly think that when you continue your learning after your formal education it can just have such an an enormous impact on your success. So when I started out my VA business in 2016 I already had heaps of experience of being a PA and an EA. I spent about eight I think it was eight or nine years in London altogether, in various PA and EA roles. And, um, but what I didn't have when I started my VA business was a really secure knowledge of the tools it took to run an online business. So I had the PA side of things now down. I mean, I knew I could always improve as I went along, but it was the, the online business element that I wasn't that secure with. And in fact, when I started my VA business, there were literally hundreds of tools and processes and terms I'd never even heard of. Um, So I really made it my priority to master a new service that I knew would be valuable to my future clients. That was my way of building my confidence and feeling really secure in, in developing and launching my own online business. So the service that I decided to focus on was how to manage someone's blog. So what I did was I signed up to an online course and I learned how to use WordPress, which is a website building tool. I think about a third of the world's websites are built on WordPress, it's pretty big. Um, I also learned how to use MailChimp, which is an email marketing software tool, and Buffer, which is a social media scheduling tool. Um, And I learned all these to be able to upload and edit a blog post, to create email marketing, and also to be able to spread the word about the blog post on social media using Buffer. So by focusing on this element and mastering these tools, I was actually able to offer an all-round blog management service to my clients when I started as a VA. And in fact, I did this for the first client I signed up for, um, signed up with, sorry, and I still do it now. So it's become something, it's become a really important element of my business and something that I actually now do for my own business too. I don't use WordPress for my own website, I use Squarespace, but I found that once I had the confidence to manage a blog on one website builder, I was actually able to, again, use that confidence and learn how to use um, another website builder. So, um, today then, I'm going to be looking at the following benefits of dedicating time to your ongoing learning. I'm going to be looking at the impact it can have on your own confidence. I'll take a look at the ability to position yourself as an expert once you have focused on learning a new skill or service. I'll be talking about how you can add this new service to your client offering, uh, the the opportunity to make new connections when you develop your own learning, and of course, the challenge and the love of learning too. Okay, so let's dive straight in then to the confidence element. Now, I'm such a strong believer in the power of confidence and the, the link it has with your own success and happiness And I think that if you don't have it, it can have a really negative impact on you and your business and your happiness overall. So, you know, confidence can be developed through lots of deep mindset work. And I'm making that the subject of a future podcast episode because I think it's so valuable. And lack of confidence for me had such a huge impact on my business for the first year or two. And then when I started to build my confidence, that confidence grew because of the mindset work I was doing. So I am devoting a whole other episode on that later on in the year but confidence can also be developed in part through taking action so when you make that decision to learn a new skill you'll begin to feel confident once you master this new subject and once you start to learn new terms and you have more of an understanding around that that matter and once your confidence grows you'll be able to talk about the subject too with ease and then potential clients will in turn feel really confident that you can take on that service or that skill, the thing that you're promising that you can do that you've learned, therefore more confident in you because you are showing your confidence in that subject. So let's use my blog management education as an example. So before I started, I didn't even feel confident talking about a blog in general because I didn't really understand the process behind it and why people would have a blog. Um, But by the end of it, I knew I could manage one quickly and efficiently. So that completely changed the way I spoke about blogs. Now, that doesn't mean that I've learned everything about a blog, That's far from it. There are so many tools and elements behind it and the marketing behind it um, that I definitely need, to, need to, to learn more about. But it does show that there will always be something to learn. And I do find that element exciting. Um, but that's an example for you. you know, by taking on, um, by deciding to learn about blog management and really focusing on that, my confidence soared and I felt much more happier and um, in my zone of genius, I suppose, to be able to offer that to my clients. Okay, so now let's have a look at the ability to position yourself as an expert. Now, when you learn something new, you might decide to completely throw yourself into mastering something. Now, no one wants to or can be the master of everything and sometimes we decide to learn something just for the pure joy joy of it. But if you do find yourself feeling really confident after throwing yourself into the learning, into a certain area or perhaps using a particular tool, then you're able to position yourself as an expert in that particular field. That field could be the tool that you've used, the service that you've used, the knowledge that you've secured, whatever that may be. Um, and when you're a, a virtual assistant, this can mean that you'll be able, you're able to um, be a specialist VA by supporting, by providing support with a particular tool or a service. So, for example, you could be the go-to VA for clients who need support with ConvertKit, for example, or for success coaches who want to be supported by a VA who has made it their absolute mission to understand the psychology behind success. You know, The same can also be said for PAs and EAs who work in-house, so if you've taken a training course in a particular area, perhaps it's management or how to mentor someone or how to master the new CRM system, for example, you, it can mean that you have the option to pivot into a new role in the business or be able to train others on the same subject. Now, if you decide to learn everything you can about the theories behind productivity, for example, um, which I'm a little bit obsessed with, it can mean that you're able to help your exec and their management team achieve far more in the hours that they work than they thought possible. Uh, and this brings us on to my next next point, which is about adding a new service to your overall package as a VA. So once you've mastered a new skill or a service, it's it's yet another string to your bow, right? And if you've mastered a skill or tool that's quite niche, then potentially you can raise your rates or create a really bespoke focus package based on just that using that particular skill or using that tool that you've learned. And if you're that in-house PA or EA, you can use your ongoing learning journey or your mastery of a new skill as evidence in a pay rise discussion or an interview for a new role. So all of these elements add up. And I think this is You know, this is the kind of the real tangible evidence of and the value of ongoing learning. So another benefit of dedicating um, your time um, to learning a new skill or a new service or a new tool, for example, is that you can also make connections when when you go along your learning path. So these connections could be with people you've met at a conference or a training program that you've attended, or perhaps online as part of the um, an online learning course that you've joined and they have a community as part of that. Whatever it may be, you could build new connections. There are also heaps of groups on Facebook and LinkedIn that are dedicated to certain groups of people or people that have really um, you know, focused on a certain area. People, for example, for ConvertKit, for example, I know there are groups for that, and also you can become, um, you know, an accredited person. I think an accredited user of ConvertKit, so that you're kind of recognised by the company as well. Um, so there are always different opportunities to build these new connections, um, which can be super valuable to you as a VA. If you're a PA, if you are, um, if you're an in-house PA and you've learned a new skill, or it means that you can perhaps mentor someone else, or you can build connections in other departments. The point is that once you've start, decided to learn something new, there are so many different options there for you to um, build new connections. And if you decided to become accredited in a certain um, area or if you decided to get a formal qualification, you have those new connections there with other students. So finally then, um, I'm just gonna briefly talk about the challenge of learning and the love of learning. So if you're an assistant and you've been in your role for a long time, or if you've been an assistant in general for a long time, You can get to the point where you feel a little unchallenged and you kind of feel a little bit bored. We've all been there. We've all, you know, even in a really busy role, you can feel bored sometimes by doing the same thing all the time, especially if it's a role that's not particularly dynamic or if there's not that that much opportunity for growth or pivoting in the business. So if you decide to learn something new, whether it's for, you know, the love of learning or the challenge of learning, it can really reinvigorate your role and how you feel about your work. So, um, and the same can be said as a VA, you know, when you're a VA, you have so many different things to focus on. I mean, I absolutely love being a virtual assistant, but there are lots of things you need to manage. You need to manage your own marketing um, and you need to manage your own business development, your own finances, everything. Um, So actually, alongside all these things that you need to do when you decide to learn something, as well as the benefits that can... You know, the benefits of potentially raising your rates or your confidence or the a- ability to become an expert, you also means that you're um, doing something that can be quite enjoyable as well, alongside all the other things that are kind of businessy kind of things. So they're, they're the points that I think that are really important and kind of evidence behind why I think ongoing learning is so important. So, I'd absolutely, as always, love to hear your feedback um, on this podcast episode. I'd love to know if you spend time every week or every month um, developing your own learning, whether you do something for fun, whether you do it really um, because of business reasons or work reasons. You know, I, alongside all the things I learn for my business, I also have um, an interest in mindset, which is very much linked to my business, but also because um, for personal reasons too, I suffer from anxiety and I like to read up about that and to really kind of I don't think you're ever going to get over anxiety but um, to make myself feel stronger as a person and also as a business owner so I like to read a lot about lots of self-help books and self-care and mindset work as well and I also I did a history degree and I absolutely love history so I still really love to watch documentaries and read history books as well. So there's not just the element that's related to my work, but also to me personally. So if there's anything that you really enjoy learning about that really has a direct impact on your work, I'd absolutely love to hear from you. If you have any recommendations for assistance or virtual assistance that you think would be really valuable, I'd love to hear from you too. There's a comment box um, on underneath this podcast if you're listening on my website. And if not, just head over to my website, amyrosegold.com and just leave a comment under episode two. Um, it'd be really great to have your feedback and to share any suggestions you can make to the assistant community. Next week, we'll be talking about the biggest thing that stops virtual assistants from being successful. It's going to be a meaty one, and it's all about mindset. Um, and I have a little freebie as well at the end of that episode. So I'd love to um, for you to listen in next week. In the meantime, have a fab week, um, and I'll be back on the 28th.